Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. Turn with me to John chapter 13 today. We're starting in verse 1. Before the Passover celebration, Jesus knew that his hour had come to leave this world and to return to his Father. He had loved his disciples during his ministry on earth, and now he loved them to the very end. It was time for supper, and the devil had already prompted Judas, son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, and that he had come from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You don't don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, Unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Simon Peter exclaimed, Then wash my hands and head as well, Lord, not just my feet. Jesus replied, A person who has bathed all over does not need to be washed, except for the feet, to be entirely clean. And you disciples are clean but not all of you. For Jesus knew who would betray him. This is what he meant when he said, not all of you are clean. Jesus' work as a servant is front and foremost in not just this verses that we're looking at today, but in pretty much all of John 13, and especially throughout his ministry. And John 13 especially pays attention to the servanthood of Jesus as he does the work of the servant before the Passover celebration with his disciples in this upper room. And this work of a servant that is being done here is usually given to a servant that would be provided by the host to go around and wash people's feet before a meal. Keep in mind here a couple of things as you consider this. This seems out of place and just not something that we do in our culture and in our time today. But this is important, and this is not just a ceremonial cleansing, but this is just general housekeeping and just general politeness and a nice service that would have been provided by whoever was hosting company that people would have their feet washed. And the few things that you need to keep in mind is what's available for footwear at this point in history. You're not talking about Nike Airs, right, or Jordans or anything like that. You're talking about sandals. And I'm not talking about Chacos or Crocs or anything like that. You're talking about biblical sandals, things that aren't necessary. You might as well be barefoot, really, is what it boils down to. So you're dealing with sandals. You're talking about the state of the roads, which aren't particularly paved, right? If they're paved at all, it's rocks, it's cobblestones, it's things like that. Otherwise, you're talking about basically a footpath. And consider as well the means of transportation that was being used. You could have a wagon, but guess what that wagon is being pulled by? By animals. And I don't know if you've ever been to a parade, but I don't think I've ever been to a parade where there aren't animals doing their business on the street, right? So you're talking about walking, not just in dust, but in all the things that are being left behind by animals. And considering that, that that sort of thing would be on the feet of people, this is a very low job. This would be given to a servant, and that servant would be probably the lowest person in status in that household. And (laughs) usually this would have been appreciated by the guests, right? To get all of that grime and dust and whatever off of their feet. But not so much this time, as Jesus takes up the towel 
and the wash basin and starts to wash the feet of the disciples. Jesus, in doing this, blows their minds with this action. He takes on the servanthood nature of his messianic role and goes and washes their feet. And Jesus is sh shown by John to say that in this act, he shows them how far he is willing to love them. He loves them to the very end. And this is even at the very beginning of him showing them how far he's willing to go to love them. He's going all the way to the cross. And all of this starts with him taking on the position of the lowliest servant. They would have been waiting for this servant to show up, right? In the upper room, they would have been looking around saying, well, where's the servant? Is, is, are we not going to have our feet washed? Like what's going on? Well, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not going to do it, right? This would have been their attitude. This would have been their very perspective as they're waiting for this servant to show up. Jesus would have been the very last person to think to do this. And yet he does. He does this for the disciples. Even Judas Iscariot, the guy who's going to betray him, as John points out here, what we've already talked about with Luke's gospel, John goes out and points like, yeah, Judas Iscariot is there and he's about to betray Jesus. And Jesus even goes and washes his feet. And in all of this, in this action, Jesus shows that his love is unconditional. Not just to the disciples that have it all together and who believe in him, but Jesus is willing to go and wash the feet of Judas, one who's going to betray him. And it points us back to a verse from Isaiah 42, specifically verse 1, where it shows the servant nature of the Messiah. Peter doesn't really make a greater spiritual connection in what Jesus is doing, which is why Jesus goes the extra distance and says, you don't understand what I'm doing now, but someday you will. There's more than just this cleansing of physical grossness off of feet. There is a cleansing of sin that Jesus is illustrating in this act of servanthood, that Jesus makes us properly clean, which is why Peter says, well, then wash entirely. Give me an entire bath. I, I, I don't deserve this. Like Peter just does not compute. He is so in shock that Jesus is doing this, that he just doesn't make this spiritual connection. And yet Jesus says, you don't need to be clean, cleansed entirely. You just you need to be have your feet washed by me. You need to be washed by me. But there you're you're good to go otherwise. And then he goes and says, "All of you are clean except for one of you." Jesus knows who's going to betray him, and yet Jesus still goes and washes that disciple's feet. There is one still, as Judas refuses the spiritual cleansing, it gives us an even more astonishing aspect of this passage. Not only does Jesus wash the disciples' feet, but he goes and washes Judas' feet as well. So what does all of this foot washing of Jesus to the disciples tell you about the nature of servanthood? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistol. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.